Calling all units, calling all units. Donut Shot has a fresh dozen. Go ahead and take a 1040. Yeah. All right. Um, I He's always... got his hands crossed. It's a serious. Hey, it's a salute, serious... my brother. Yeah. Cheers. Welcome. Suckers. suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Are we rolling now? It's my turn. Mm-hmm. Now you're in our realm. So I, I wore a hat in about 98% of these episodes. Okay. No hat today. All right. I like no that. No hat today because I wanted you to get the whole read. Got it. I wanted you to feel me out. I feel like the hat. No mask. I got it. Boom. We're right there. I want Boom. you to get all the signals that I'm giving out. You're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you got that beard, so you, you lose I'm, a little I'm bit. I'm hiding a little bit. What's up, guys? It's Nick from Nick Off Duty. And Justin <laughs> from Davey. And I got a special friend with me. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Joe McCrink. Yep, and that's about it. All right, it. good show. <laughs> Salute, my brothers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe. Hey, don't forget. Joe is a, you're a policeman. Yes. Uh, a special policeman. Yes, I am. Um, you have a special skill. Yes. I have a set of special skills. That's uh, Liam Neeson's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... We want to talk about that. We've got a lot of aspiring police officers. I'm not going to reveal the special school yet. Okay. I know people are listening are like, what's the special school? Oh, you'll know. Uh, I don't want to talk about that right now. I want to build up to it. Okay. Okay. So you have a special skill set that we're going to learn all about today in today's episode of the podcast. Absolutely. All right. So with that being said, before we get into that special skill, how long have you been a cop? Going on 23 years. 20. Ooh. Three years. 23 years. Let me see if I could do the math. I was 15 years old when you... We were in high school. Yeah. I was 15 years old when you became a cop. So uh, I know you do more than just police work. You've done a lot of good stuff, maybe in your career, but outside of law enforcement. And before we get into law enforcement stuff, you recently had a, a big event that you did and you were covered by the news. Can you speak a little bit about that? And, I, and I'm trying to be vague because I want you to talk about what you do. Okay. Well, in order to survive 23 years with uh, in the police department, yeah, you have to have something other than police work. Mm-hmm. Your whole life cannot be police work. You know, we're not a bunch of tackleberries. Hold, yeah, hold your pen. Justin, was, Justin. Uh, you uh, saw my eyes? Justin. Yeah, I, was, I don't know what to do with my hands. He <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's a that's a here. You can hold this one. This one doesn't click, and you can turn it. There you go. I'll take that one. There you go. Yeah, the the clicky one. Yeah, yeah. Up on the mics. Yeah, he gets. uh, I learned that. You know, he sits there. He starts touching inside of his ears and everything. (laughs) He doesn't like the clicking of the pen. There you go. So those that that were that were thinking about the fans. I'm thinking about the fans. Those that were listening, uh, Joe was clicking his pen. One of Justin's pet peeves that I learned. Early on in the episode, right there you go. So well, you we don't need, want to upset need, Justin. No. You need Absolutely. something outside of the yeah, walls. You got to have something yeah. other than police work in your life. Yeah. yeah. Um, before I was a police officer, I was coaching youth football mm-hmm. for many years. I took one year off when I was in the academy, and then I went back. Um, I've coached uh, junior varsity football, high school football, um, and I I do road bikes. I cycle. Did, did you play football? Uh, yeah, I went to Coral Park Senior High. Okay, go Rams, out. class shout of '88. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were 0 and 10, but you know, <laughs> hey, we had good parties. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of yeah, good yeah. parties at Coral Park. 0 and 10. Yeah, yeah. But um, so I, I started coaching, and then I started riding bike, and you know, I just you gotta keep your mind occupied, and yeah. you gotta try and stay in some sort of decent health and decent shape. You know. Yeah. 
No, absolutely. Uh, something like that to get your mind off of it. Uh, 23 years, you're coming up to retirement, right? Yes, I have five years, four months to go. Nice, but who's no. counting, right? No, <laughs> yeah. So, so that being said, if your life, just talking to those audience out there, if your life is set up and you just want law enforcement, law enforcement nothing but law enforcement, when you retire, you're going to be lost in the sauce. You're going to burn out. That's right. Yeah. You're definitely going to burn out. So, so yours cycling. Road or dirt? Or what? I'm strictly road bikes. Strictly. Strictly I'm those people that um, normal people, when you're driving, you're like, why are they in the damn road? Get off the road. Yeah. You know? The whole so, suit and everything. The whole suit, yeah. They're yeah. like, there's that fat Sponsors, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got, got a little, Well, our group is called Blue Gears. Uh-huh. Uh, blue for police. Yeah. And right. then it's got the little gear symbol. Yeah. Ah. And most of the guys on my crew are either current or retired. Nice. Retired uh, police officers. So... Do you like the tour de force and stuff? You ever done those? I haven't done that, but I have something coming up, uh, hopefully next year. That, what is uh, it? Well, let me back up. Uh, right. This year, I did a fundraiser. It's for Live Like Bella. Yes. And basically, Live Like Bella is for pediatric cancer. Um, so I did a ride for pediatric cancer awareness. Yeah. And basically, what I did is I kind of stole something like what you do. I made a whole bunch of videos. Yeah. Not all fancy like you guys, uh. but, you know, just with my phone. I made all these videos, and I, you know, hey, sponsor me. I'm going to do this ride. And, you know, I would take pictures of my ride and videos of my rides, and I would solicit. Sponsor um, you for how many miles, though? Well, what I did is I did 1,000 miles okay. in one month. So wow. September was Pediatric Care, uh, Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, so I said, you know what? This is perfect. I reached out to the Live Like Bella. They were on board 100%, and I just went out there and did it, and I was able to raise almost $22,000 in one month. Wow. Yeah. Nice. And that was strictly just doing videos on Facebook and word of mouth and, you know, uh, harassing the hell out of my friends, (laughs) you know? Yeah, hey, you're gonna give you're gonna give money or you're gonna spend money. Why not do it this yeah, way? Exactly, and uh, encourage me to continue your fitness and also give back and do better. Well, cool. You know, I do. Like I said, I've been I was I've been doing road bikes for about six years solid, and I needed to do. We normally do a. It's a whole bunch of police officers. Uh, we would ride up to Disney World, mm-hmm. uh, or we'd go down the Key West. We'd make it two or three days. Yeah. And I needed something that was going to challenge me and something that, you know, I had to push myself. Uh, the, what other way? I think, oh, man, I'll ride 1,000 miles in a month. That's This was solely organized on you, right? Yes. Yeah, you're like, uh, I don't know if they did it this year because of COVID or anything. Well, that's... Or any special ride. Yeah, because of COVID, the, the normal group that would uh, we would ride up to Disney or Key West, we couldn't do it because of COVID. So I just, you know what I said? I had to, you know, I had to do something, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, with, uh, and also around that time we had just, and I don't want to get off topic, but we had just had the, uh, the riots. Yeah. And I'm also on a special bike squad that bike? my department oh, has. Nice. Those guys, big up. Those it's guys are tact- awesome. Bike response. It's a BRT. Yeah, we just know that. <laughs> yeah, it's BRT, bicycle response team. There it is. So some bad member jammers. Yeah, I'm the oldest guy on the crew. Yeah, but and, um, but you smoking those those young guys. You know what? We're a team. Ah, and that's <laughs> what I'm there for. Solid. Like, yes. That's a team um, player right there. We're a, good we are a team. I so. think we played together good as a team. Exactly. Uh, as a team. Bro, I, 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 in the locker room, they're like, 
stop it with that shit. Yeah. I was uh, I was I was watching the news like with my wife. We were just kind of like, hey, look at that, and we we're watching it that like first night. And when they were by the the CVS or the mm-hmm. the uh, Walgreens, there's I think it was helicopter video of it. And so they were showing people moving north, and I was and I was watching it. And then I go and I see groups walking off because, you know, like we can see different things when we're watching that video. And they, they kept the camera going north with people. And I go, Lupe, I go, I go, go to those guys, go to those guys. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you also see the bike guys coming from like the amphitheater or whatever, yeah, yeah. cutting across Biscayne. And I go, oh, go back to them, go back to them. <laughs> and then you see the camera start to pan back. And it's like you see those guys just cutting in. <laughs> Wall, yeah. cutting yeah. in, wall, cutting in, wall. Bad so member it jammers. Was, it, was, it, was, it was awesome it, it was, you know, it's, first of all, like I said, honestly, and I, you know, we joke around, but it was a team effort. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Uh, yeah, no. From our uh, lieutenant to, you know, the officers, and we all worked well. The sergeants did an excellent job. Yeah. And one of the reasons why they wanted me on the team is I was one of the few that had actually been in a actual riot. Yeah, 2006, mm-hmm. right? Uh, was it six? FTA? FTA was FTA. four or oh, six, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And then no, Ilion, no, yeah, I was... Was uh, it four? Yeah. Yeah, it was four, and then yeah. I think, you know, I was part of Ilion. Uh, I had been in a couple riots that had happened in uh, at the arena and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. so they needed that experience, and then I also ride bikes, so you're going to pay me to ride bike? Yeah, yeah. I can do that. Yeah. I can dig it. So oh, just just so people know, FTAA was a uh, the the uh, a trade organization meeting that happened in Miami that pretty much the streets of Miami. Street. Yeah, it's type. Right. I mean, it was type. big yeah. time, uh, like worldwide yes. focus on Miami. <clears throat> it wasn't uh, what what we experienced this past summer. It was actually we were focused. the only show. It was, it was Miami. Yeah. And so and it was it was big time, I and remember. you had field forces from all yes. over all over the country. I mean, yes. I know we were there. Um, and, and our guys till, still tell stories to this oh, day it was, about, it was um, incredible. you know, what they experienced and yes. stuff. Yeah, it so. was, it was, it wrote the book. It was, yeah, basically. Yeah. And we, we were fortunate cause we learned, uh, during that time, maybe two years earlier, um, I guess the anarchists destroyed mm-hmm. Seattle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was, a couple, and yeah. Seattle you know, gave us the heads up. Hey, uh, you guys better get your act together. Yeah. yeah. And I, we trained maybe six months prior, and and this was for FTA. And when they came out, it was just it was just massive. There mm-hmm. were helicopters everywhere. Yeah. Um, I want to. I don't want to compare it to a battle or a war, but yeah. it was as close mm-hmm. as as a war as you were going to get in a civilian situation yeah. downtown Miami. I guess the difference was that it was. Focused in Miami uh, versus recently, it was like everyone's like, like, hey, you coming? You guys coming to the party? They're like, no, no, we kind of got our own little party going on in the city here, so yep. we can't really help you out now. And, yeah. But luckily, we had some agencies come over and help us out. Gave oh, a little shout multiple, out. I mean, FHP, well, yeah, for this year, FHP. but yeah, and then yeah, but yeah. Uh, but um, so going back, sorry. Okay. Before yeah. I'm gonna cut you Segway. off. I gotta right. give you. I gotta give you your creds, MVPs of that whole uh, uh, show there. After obviously after um, uh, during the, the the midst of it, BRT MVPs and then that Officer Washington incident on the boulevard. Yep, that was good too. Well, when our boy jumped out, what, what? Yeah, that, that was good too. But uh, you guys professional and you guys took care of business. So shout out to you guys. I appreciate uh, BRT it, and there. I know the guys appreciate it too. Yeah. And they look good too. So what the hell were we talking about again? Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, live yeah, like Bella. Live like a thousand. Hey, yeah. so what's a thousand miles? If did you, I know you like. 
probably thinking about, like, how, how long is it? So if I rode 1,000 miles straight, how far would I get if I rode north? Did you, did you do that math? You know, I didn't, but I know it was out of Florida. It was out of Florida. It was definitely past Florida. So, right, so you rode to Georgia somewhere. Something like that. Right. But it Are was going to Google it now. Yeah, yeah somebody. Yeah, yeah, he'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, no, so the thousand miles, it was tough. I had to double up and ride in the morning. Yeah. I, um, I, I was riding at 5 a.m. I would put in like 30 miles, yeah. go to work. And by the way, I did this all on my time. Yeah. It was not on. Show up early. On, uh, yep. Show up extra early. And then after work, I would ride at night and get, you know, I would try and do 50 miles every time I rode, at least. Did you grow a long beard and wear Nikes like Gump? No, (laughs) I did not. I was cycling. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did not. But it felt like it sometimes. Yeah, I I just started running. I just kept going. Let's let's just say uh, Miami to Nashville is 913 miles. So so you'd be somewhere up there into Kentucky. Nice. I probably could have gone up the East Coast, too. Nice. How how was Kentucky? It was was good. They have good bourbon there, I hear. Yeah. um, Even at the airports, yeah, by the way. Yeah. You get I, off the plane and I, it's everywhere. I went in the airports. I was waiting for my flight. And uh, when I was visiting Gauls and uh, John Jones' uh, police pursuit, shout out, uh, sitting in the airport. They have, bro, have you been to airports lately? Amazing restaurants in there. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes they're hit or miss. Well, it depends on where you're flying into. Yeah. I'm flying into. I know up there in, uh, I think it was Lexington. Up in that area, I don't know which airport I flew into. Damn it! Now, now yeah. the story sucks now because I can't tell you the airport. Yeah. But the the bourbon, yeah, it's Those. like you when you fly into Chicago. You yeah. know, there's there's uh, the thick crust pizza in the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or the popcorn. You ever have Garrett's popcorn yeah, in yeah, Chicago? Popcorn. Yeah. Or, oh, my or gosh. probably they probably have like a Portello's in the airport yeah, too. Yeah, it's crazy. What uh, we have the Sergio's is in Miami. We have a Sergio's and in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I, I fly out of Southwest Airlines yeah. in Fort Lauderdale, and I always get Sergio's uh, on on my way out. But it is airport food. We do realize that. No, nah, man. Uh, <laughs> I've been one of the be- in North. I think it was North Carolina was the hub that I that I was flying into a couple of times. They have a phenomenal little steakhouse thing in there. I don't know. It was good to me. Throw it in the comments what your favorite airport food is. Yeah. If, if you uh, not if, airplane, not airplane. No, we're not no. talking airplane. Airport. It messes airport. with your taste buds. Right. But yeah. yeah, if 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 we could go do a show somewhere, what airport should we fly through? Yeah, so we, we can get the best. But meal? then there's always that one person that gets the food, yeah. brings it on the plane, uh, cracks it open, and you wife. can smell, and it's onions yeah. or fish. Or, That's my oh, wife. And you're like, the what plane. the hell? My my yeah. wife. My wife is all about that. Like, no, no, I'm doing something on my classwork. Just leave it there, and I'll bring it on the plane. And, oh. and this was this was in October during COVID. So I mean, Lupe. it's like she's like mask on. Ma- oh, that's eating, great. There's you know, always one Lupe. Hear this. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't listen to this There's show other anymore. people. <laughs> There's other people on the plane. There's other people. Come on. Went on a plane one time with Sarge, Sergeant Reyes, Misa yeah. Reyes, and this lady had a cat, a rescue cat. Uh, you can't do that anymore. Under the seat, and it was just going, <laughs> the whole time, and it smelled like cat. You know, sometimes, I'm not, I'm not, you know, a cat, dog person, whatever, but when a cat smells like a cat and pee, it smelled like that the and whole you're time. And you're in a confined area. Yeah. yeah. So, so we were trying to... I was like, nah. It was a long flight. We were in California. I'm like, Ooh. nah. I can't fly this whole way back with. <laughs> <laughs> so I started rubbing my eyes real hard. I was like rubbing my eyes real hard, and I'm like, excuse me, to the flight attendant. I have allergies, 
and there's a cat there. Is there something that we could do? Maybe I can move my seat. And the lady's like, oh, I'll see. Never got our seat no. moved. No. So we flew with a, a towel over our, uh, like the hand towels over our face. She <laughs> went back and said, the guy in C3 is an ass. Yeah. yeah that's what she did. She was a cat yeah. person. No, but everyone, everyone in the, in the place was like, God. So anyways, those, uh, those of you that fly now are rescue cats. They're, I saw they're changing those rules. They're changing the rules on rescue animals and dogs. Like it's only certified dogs now. Like it's not like uh, I need, I need a, a pug. As my therapy dog. Not a therapy dog. No, 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 they're not doing guy, therapy. No, this was just the, a rescue. No, the, guy, the guy, I think it was a guy who, who actually rescued it from where we were flying out of and was taking it back home. Okay. Yeah. So it was like brand new rescue cat, like okay. straight out of the alley. Right. So anyways, what the hell were we talking about? You want to take a break and we can wrangle this back? No, 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 no. What what are we going to talk about when we take a break, Uh, when we come back, so we know? When we come back, we can finish the the Thousand Mile Ride and Live Like Bella. Uh, And and then then we're going to get into the whole, can we break? Secretive. Just say what it is. Polygraph. 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 All right. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Are you hungry? If you are, head over to Big Slick's Deli, home of the famous Rugama Cookies. Big Slick's Deli is located at 15455 West Dixie Highway in North Miami Beach. If you want delivery, they use Uber Eats and Grubhub. And officers, they've got you taken care of. What's up, Podcast Land? It's Justin here. Thank you very much for streaming and listening to these podcasts over on all the podcast apps. We really appreciate it. For those of you that may be listening on Apple Podcasts, if you can, go out to the front of it and throw some stars up for the donut shop and uh, maybe even write a review. We appreciate it. Uh, We love doing this, and we're going to have a lot more great shows coming up for you in the future. Now, back to the podcast. We're back. There, there he is. <laughs> there he is. And on the break we were discussing, he was telling me that I suck. And the only reason why I'm famous is because I breakdanced. Pretty or much. Not fam- I'm not even famous. I would say some, peop- some people know me right. at the police department. Okay, yeah. That's about it. Everybody's, like, if they find out, hey, you're from, you know, our department. Yeah. Oh, do you know Nick? And I'm like, yeah, the guy's like. You know, whatever. He's getting old and yeah. out of shape. He's, yeah. get, he's, he's growing into his radio voice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why he grew a beard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no offense to Enrique Santos. Uh, he's doing video now, so it's good. So anyways, uh, what were we talking about? So Live yeah, Like Bella. Live yeah, Like Bella? Gonna, yeah, finish up. Okay, so uh, basically. You, you, rode, you, know, th- you I, rode the Kentucky. I rode, mm-hmm. I, I rode my, uh, my th- I met my goal. Yeah. I have to say that my department um, was, you know, outstanding, very supportive. Uh, Our command staff was excellent. I got calls from assistant chiefs, uh, deputy chiefs, the chief, and they were like, hey, keep going. You got it. So at any point that I felt like, you know, I got injured about a third of the way. And I was like, oh, I can't let these people down. You know, I can't do this. You know, I got to keep going. I got to keep pushing. Is that when you brought out your electric bike? (laughs) No. Pedal assist? That is a no-no in the cycling world. Oh, okay. And I'll get close to the mic, so I'm emphasizing. Yeah, okay. We do not talk to those people. What type of injury was it? 
Um, I sprained my quad. Oh, yeah. Oof. And it was just, you know, I'm 52. Yeah. So you get injured now, and it's like, oh, that's six weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just, you know, good old Ben Gay and some rubbing stuff. And Did just you tighten it up, or you left it loose? Left it loose. Yeah. Left it loose. Uh, Ep- Epsom salt bath every Epsom night. Salt. Epsom, Epsom salt. salt. Yeah, yeah. It's the way to go, Did you man. do cold, cold uh, like, ice baths? No, I wish I could have. I mean, well, I jumped in the pool. So, yeah, but sometimes. You know, sometimes I, in Florida, yeah. depending on when yeah, it is, depending it on when it was, but hot bath. Florida is like oh, every hit that week out of the year that is cold. Dude, right, right now our pool at the house is seventy-two degrees. Right. I was like, I'm not getting in it. People <laughs> up north are like, look at these yeah, yeah. guys are wimps, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, I finished the ride, and the the city, uh, the, my department did a huge little uh, finale. Yeah, they had remember, me right yeah. through the red tape, and yeah. they had the media there, and it was it was really special. Awesome. And, other than my boys getting hired, as far as police career, one of the proudest moments. It was great. Nice. So, you know, it was good. And, and like I said, did, I, I raised Did a you lot put of money. the arms up? You know, I wanted to. But you were like, I don't want to. So, like, I'm a cycling nerd, I got to yeah. say. Yeah, and yeah. I watch, like, the Tour de France. I yeah. tape it. Yeah. You yeah. know, I tape all the races. And that's one of the things is I thought I was going to go by. I was going to unzip, you know, zip up my jersey and go by. Yeah. And, and I, I just, I was like, no, because if I fall, it's going to be bad. <laughs> oh, man. If I fall. And I saw. Yeah. But then you funny. can raise more that's money. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. You would have really yeah, went viral. That's true. Yeah. But the, the funny thing is my, my wife and my daughter yeah. were at the finish line. My daughter and, I, and my wife were holding the tape. Oh. So I couldn't crash in front of my kid, yeah, you know? I couldn't too. do that. Like, other people, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. So I just went through. But it was nice. It was oh, great. That's cool. And also, I just, I just want to add, I had a huge support from the family. My boys, my daughter, my wife putting up with me and, nice. you know, it was, they were really, really supportive and towards the end, you know, I'd get cranky and I'm don't talk to me, I got a cycle and yeah. they were like, okay, just go on your bike and don't talk. Right, but good. she was real good and she was real supportive, so I have to, I have to give that, gotta Will you give do it a again? shout out. Okay, 2, so. 2,000 miles. Well. You won't. I'm thinking I want to do a cross Florida ride. Ooh. Like across the alley? Uh, something like that. Maybe start uh, maybe in North Florida and go oh. across to Tampa. Okay. And do it in one day. It's 167 miles in one part. Okay. So I'm still trying to figure it out. Maybe start from our station and go across the alley to Naples or Fort Myers or something like that. What do you say to some listeners that might want to join you? Are they... What do you think? Or you just uh, I'm doing it alone. Well, man, I cycle Tuesdays and Thursdays there at 5 a.m. I'm on the key, and you know, more the merrier. All right, we'll we'll put out the uh, we'll put out your handles later on in the show where they can follow you. Okay. Or DM you or whatever. Okay. Like awesome. Definitely. Want to ride with you. Um, with that being said, congrats on that ride, man. That's appreciate awesome. it. I appreciate it's a, it. It's a big Very thing, cool. and it's cool that you set like uh, it's always cool to see things come to fruition. Like you have an idea, you have a plan, and then you do it. And then you had a little adversity, one, the 1,000 miles. Then, two, you blew your quad, and then you're still able to complete it. Then your family's there. That must have been awesome. It was great. And, you know, like I said, it was during the protests. Yeah. It was during COVID. Yeah, yeah. And so morale was down a little morale bit. Morale was down. And, yeah. and, you know, listen, I've been a cop for 23 years. I love what I do. I love serving the community. And I mean that. And a lot of us mm-hmm. are like that. And because of the timing with the protests and everything, you know, you know, people were calling us Nazis. They were yep. calling us, you know, spitting at us. And, yeah. and it was just fuck like, 12. fuck 12. Well, what about 13? That guy's an asshole. too. Yeah. 
And then, <laughs> and you know, the whole thing with that F12, yeah. with oh, the fuck sorry. 12. Uh, sorry. Oh, there it is. F12, fuck 12. I just came out. We could bleep it, if anything. Okay. Well, yeah. I was just like, man, where did they come up with F12? Like, an old person. I thought of the yeah. old TV show. No, that's yeah. where it came from. Okay, so yeah. Adam 12 yeah, or one whatever. Adam 12. One Adam 12. Yeah, they were narcotics okay, cops on half, the TV show. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. But half the guys I rode with are like, where did they come up with 12? Because yeah. 12 for us is lunch. Yeah. You know, wait, what do you mean fuck lunch? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it goes back. There's a rapper recently that, that threw that out there. Okay. And he was using it in reference to that TV show. I, I worked in a high school, so I had to like... Learned that a couple years ago. Right. I was like, "What the hell but are they not, talking that's about?" Not a East, I don't know about East, but Southeast Coast thing. I never heard of that before. Yeah, I like I said from the everywhere. TV show. Yeah. Cracker. Like, I heard Cracker or Five O, Five O, whatever, Pig stuff like that. Point well, point. In, in Dade, they did. Bo, it's always been like Bo Brown, right? I think, but that was for like Dade County guys because yeah. they yeah. were brown uniforms, brown clowns. Oh, mm. clowns can I brown. say that? Well, no, that's what you guys call. Oh, them. that's what we call. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love, I love the county. Absolutely. But they're changing colors anyway, so. Yeah. They're, they're going to be green and white. So. Green and white. Someday. So Whatever. we got to hear a story about the whole thing. So let's get let's wrangle this show into why we're here. Yes. So congrats on the ride. Appreciate it. Uh, cool stuff. Awesome stuff. Maybe next time I'll, I'll be there and watch you ride off. We'll do that. <laughs> yeah. He'll, I mean, he'll jog in yeah. the bike lane for a second. Yeah. With well, you know what, though? In, in your defense, you know, you did reach out to me, I, I remember. Did. I did. And we just couldn't get the timing down. And no. I was, you know, I rode in different parts. I rode in Naples. I rode in um, St. Augustine. I yeah. rode in Sarasota. Yeah. So, you know, I was all over the place just, you know, doing different rides and stuff. Yeah. But you did reach out, and I'll remember that. Are you winking? Because yes, I, I am. I did reach out to you, though, and yes. you said you were busy to come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I if you're like, making, don't, don't cut to his camera when he's doing that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. no, no, I got so, you. Uh, so you do 23, you said 23 years, right? Yes. Um, recently, you took on a new path where you're hiring new officers or future officers or you're sifting through the applications of officers. I've worked in the recruitment and selection unit for about... Hmm, 13 years? 13 years. Uh-huh. And out of that... Recently? Did I say yeah, recently? Yeah. yeah, you said recently. What, where have I been? I don't know. I don't know. what you, you, Recently um, since the early 2000s. I, I did see you dancing in the cafeteria one time or in the elevator, but that's about it. What about as a polygrapher or polygraph examiner? Sorry. I've been doing polygraphs for about four years. I'm going on there four years. There you go. That's, the, that's, that's what it was. Yeah, going right. on four years. Somebody was there before you. Yes. Yes, and I, it was a female, right? Yes. Okay, so there you go. Yes. Recently, you became a polygraph examiner. Correct. I'm like, what? Where have I been? So, yeah. but yeah, no. So, so I was kind of right, kind of wrong, sort of. Yeah. So uh, you're in recruitment and selection. Yes. There's a lot of things going on in recruitment and selection with backgrounds and oral boards and all that stuff, but I want to hone in on one part of it. Okay. The polygraph exam. All right. You. Are special because not only you, not everyone can do a polygraph. Not, not like you get to the unit. You've been there 13 years, right? Yes. And f- only the last four, four years I've been doing polygraphs. So Correct. there's something has to happen while you're in there to become that examiner. Right. I want to talk about that. Okay. So the uh, position came available. Yeah. And the person that was doing poly- one retired and one was getting promoted, and they knew this was happening. So one of our chiefs, you know, came to me and said, Mac, I need you to go to polygraph school. <laughs> and um, I was like, <laughs> I know who it is. You know oh, who it yeah, is. Yeah, but we're not going to say any names. We're not going to say any names. And um, 
and I told him no. Yeah. And he's like, Mac, you need to go to polygraph school. So I figured on the second time, I said, okay, I'll go. Yeah. yeah. And it was the best thing I ever did. Yeah. To this day, when I see him, I, uh, I tell him, hey, thanks a lot so much. It was great. It's yeah. a life changer. But uh, polygraph school is 10 weeks. 10 weeks. Wow. It's in um, uh, Cape Coral, Florida. Okay. And basically, it's like going to college. All right. And um, so polygraph school... So for those that don't know what a polygraph is, is the, in layman's terms, it's the lie detector test. Yes. Okay. It's a lie detector so test. So you go to school 10 weeks, Cape Coral. Cape Coral, Florida, yes. Well, when you show up, what, t- tell us, walk us well, through that school, oh, man. I mean, that's a, that's a whole story in you can, itself. You, can, you well, can bullet point it. Okay, so I show up to the school, yeah. and the school is uh, notorious for being very hard, and people have gone and you um, have been sent home. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, if I get sent home from polygraph school, I'm in trouble. Yeah. So it's a lot of they, they break it down. It's like going to college and they yeah. break it down and and you have the the uh, physical part with the body, the psychological part, then all kinds of different aspects of polygraph. Right. They give it to you like if you're going to turn on a fire hose and they got all that water coming in your face. Yeah. It's loads and loads and loads of information. Really? So. And if you're a police officer and you've, I don't know. So you say not, they condensed it down to 10 weeks, but it could be easily it could be, six months? Oh, easy, easy. Easy. Okay. So generally, police training, a lot of the tests are multiple choice. Yeah. And, you know, it's usually how most of our exams are. <laughs> Is it A, Michael Jackson, B, <laughs> exactly. Michael Jordan, right. C, President Bush, or D, Miranda rights. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. D, Miranda rights. Right. So <laughs> here I am, and mind you, I'd been out of school for a while, and we go to take our first test, and they hand me a paper, and it's blank. So yeah. I raised my hand, and I said, um, I, there's something wrong with my test. There's nothing Hello. on here. We're on a podcast. He's telling us about his... Did you get a screenshot of that? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. So basically, I'm saying, hey... What's going on here? Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, it's, you got it's essay. 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 Oh. So needless to say, the following day, the instructor's in front of the class, and he's calling out the grades. Uh, Rodriguez, 99, good job. Johnson, 98, good job. McCrink, see me after class. Oh. I swear, it was horrible. Oh, my I God. I just, you know, I couldn't get any smaller in my chair, and I was like, oh, this is bad, this is bad, this yeah. is bad. So, uh, you know, I, it, it was an eye... I opening experience, you know. But you passed. I passed. I eventually the, passed. What was the score? Did he tell you? Uh, What's the passing grade? My final score for the final exam, I was like a ninety-seven. Uh, but that test—that was at the end. This was like the very first test, yeah. like the first week, and then like on week say, ten. Score, are you? Yeah. So <laughs> no, but basically, I just had to you know buckle down and oh, okay. remember how to learn again. I guess. Okay. 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 So you yeah, know. he was letting you know that you had another idea of how this was going to work, yeah. and he needed to <laughs> put you on the correct path. Yeah, I told him. Yeah. So you know, I'm, I'm that guy with the yellow marker, and I'm highlighting yeah, everything, and yeah. they're like, "Dude, you don't know. You don't need to highlight everything." Yeah, yeah. yeah the whole book. Yeah. No, yeah. I thought this was coloring. Uh, it's like it's page nine. Oh, highlight it. You yeah. know, Whatever. So, but you know, I got through it. It was very tough, and um, I love it. Polygraph's great. Great. So you went. So so. You got the, the actual exam itself, the, like whatever the machine was or, or system because it's on computer now. And then you had uh, the, the body's physiological responses, like the way you react to Correct. it. Yeah, so, so you had tests on different subjects like that? Absolutely. Okay. And then 
it's uh, they give you tells. I guess that's physiological, like. Well, we would learn, you know, the book portion, and yeah. then we would do actual polygraphs. Um, the school is close to. There's a college that's close to the school, so they would have college kids come in, mm-hmm. and we would test them on certain. We I think we would test them like on drugs mm-hmm. and their work history, for example. Yeah. So we were hoping that it was nothing that they would like, you know, commit yeah, felonies yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 you know, or, something yeah. kind of simple. Yeah. yeah. And um. And, uh, and also, funny story, I remember I got all women. Yeah. I had all women. So, you know, here you are with a male, and you're putting the sensors on the females. Yeah. And you got to be careful. You can't touch anything. I you see, know. You see, this is, you know, pad, like, well, you, this is how you put the sensors on? You yeah. keep doing this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what to do. I, once again, I don't know what to do with <laughs> my hands. <laughs> it's okay. so. All right. But anyway, so, yeah, I, um, I did in school, uh, I think I did like 40 practice exam so to speak wow so when i got to the city i was ready to go yeah and it was it was great training i um i do continuing education every two years you know 40 hour course and i get updated on all the the new uh fun things with polygraph nice so 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 uh 10 weeks right 10 weeks and you come back and I'm ready to go. Give me a right. test. So it's not. So what's the proper? Is it because I was like I wanted to say polygrapher, but that's not the name. It's well, polygraph examiner. You could say polygraph examiner. You could say polygrapher. Um, because I looked it up on Google and it's like there's no such word. And I was like, what is that? Well, I go by polygraph examiner. Yeah, that's what I put. Yeah. Eventually, so, I was like, all right, polygraph examiner. Yeah, that's fine. All right, because so, that's what you're doing. You're yeah. examining the polygraph. Yeah. Okay, in, that's it. I'm um, in charge. So this is a. This is a. That's a big. Um, portion of the hiring process that huge portion eliminates a lot of yes. possible candidates yes. candidates yes um so everyone has some kind of fear or preconceived notion preconceived or notion or, or, or stories well or, you I know my polygraph was one of one of the biggest things did did i just talk over you no no okay Am I allowed to do that? You're allowed to. You're okay. the guest. Oh, okay. So they hear me every week. That's yeah. true. You're the guy. All right. They want to so hear you. Here's the thing with polygraphs. If you tell the truth, you're going to pass. Yeah. And that's the God's honest truth. Yeah. Uh, people talk. People watch TV. Yeah. You know, when I see polygraph on TV, like the Falkers, I just shake my head and I said, oh, this is not good. Yeah. You know, or stuff like that. Or, you know, Seinfeld did an episode yeah. on polygraph one time. Yeah. Well, let's put them on the poly, you know, yeah. really stop. Yeah. But, but that's any, any kind of any, cop show anything or with anything, cop shows or they, whatever. They, they're going around the corner and they're doing that thing. Correct. Like, let's go get them. Like, who does right. that? Yeah. So people come in and that's their perception of polygraph. Yeah. Another thing that people do is they go on YouTube yeah. and you just Google mm-hmm. in this new younger generation. Oh, they'll type in polygraph. Yeah. How to beat a polygraph. Yeah. You and suck I've, on a penny. Everybody knows that. You know, I've had people come in. And are, are, are trying to beat the test. They want to lie for yeah. whatever reason. And they go, like, literally straight out of YouTube. Like, I'm watching them, and I'm looking at my phone going, oh, my God, this is exactly like... The top on, five videos. On, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, hey, I got the vi- I know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> they have clumps of Vaseline all you over know, their oh, eyes. Right, on their hand. On NyQuil. They, um... <laughs> You know, they'll flex their arm. They got the tack in their shoe. They're you know, stepping on the tack. I haven't had the tack in the shoe. Uh, I suspected it one time. Yeah. And I just tell them, take your shoes off. And uh, then now they're done. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you, and just to put it out there, if you get caught cheating on a polygraph, it's, it's fairly safe to say you will never be a police officer. <laughs> 
because that's and that's the thing that people don't understand is like you can't have you don't have to have a squeaky clean perfect record. The biggest thing is is telling the truth, and if they're telling the truth to you and you're like, eh, it's a little sketchy as far as what you're describing that happened, but you're telling the truth, and I'm seeing that you're telling the truth. I would assume that that kind of gives you if it was on a grading scale gives you better grades than if you're like holding back and your Correct. body is putting off you all know, those signals. Yeah, no, definitely. Because then you don't know what you're hiding. The the being in backgrounds and, and, and I've hired hundreds of people at our department. And the biggest thing is if you tell the truth, you're not going to have any problems. If you did something in the past mm-hmm. that you're not sure about, yeah. just put it down. Because what happens is if you lie, remember in police work, we can take someone's civil liberties away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We Their can life. put you in jail. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to be truthful. You have to be honest. Yeah. And that's in every department. So just tell the truth. If it knocks you out this time, you can reapply to another agency. And that's my biggest problem. Not my biggest problem, but I try and talk to young people. Yeah. And listen, I've had people that have lied to me and I've caught them in the test. And, and I tell them, I said, look, you're, you're not going to get hired with us. Yeah. But you can move forward and apply somewhere else. Yeah. And you can tell the truth. And, I, and I've helped. You know, I, I mentioned to you that I coach high school football. Yeah. I've, got, I've got maybe 15 kids that are police officers from Broward to down south yeah. and the central Florida area. That were, that were high school football. And, and all I did is, you know, I told them, just tell the truth and deal with it. And sometimes they get, you're, yeah, you know what? Getting disqualified is part of the process. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Justin earlier, and we were talking about, you know, he applied to the bigger agency. He didn't get on. Yeah. I applied to the bigger agency and I didn't get on. And my yeah. mom worked there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, you know, it was uh, so. But young kids just need to take a deep breath because they want everything now. Yeah. You know, and I hate to sound like my totally, father, yeah. Amazon, but they, they want Michael. everything right now. I want it now. I want it now. Well, yeah. listen, you're not going to get it now. Yeah. But hey, take a deep breath. You can reapply. And now you know what to do. Yeah. What and do you I mean, but clarify that you know what to do. People tell the truth. Oh, people will lie. Got excited. People will lie. People will lie for the stupidest things. Oh, so you mean I know you? You know what to do. Meaning, tell the truth. Correct. Okay, I got you. Because that's what, that's what I mean. Uh, you know what to do. Meaning, well, like I know to avoid this question. Well, could I know? give you? Let me give you an example. The big one that every not okay. everybody, but it's a big one. Yeah. Drugs. Yeah. Marijuana. Mm-hmm. Marijuana. Marijuana. Yes. Mm-hmm. The devil's lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary Jane. Yeah. Exactly. Sticky egg. That's it. Sticky That's egg. egg. It. <laughs> Where do you come up with that? Where is that? I don't know. Yeah. That's I don't know. horrible. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So anyway, marijuana. It's a hot topic, right? Yeah. If you were in high school and you experimented with marijuana and now you're 23 years old and you're applying to be a police officer, yeah. don't lie about your drug usage in marijuana. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, your drug usage in high school. Just yeah. tell the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's almost legal. Mm-hmm. It's going to be legal. In our lifetime, yeah, it will probably now. be legal. Yeah, like in the time you know? when we were getting hired, you know, it was a little more strict and Correct. war on drugs and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, and, and that's – I was totally honest in mine. I happened to be in my friend's car in the back seat, and he pulled up and – some guy ran out, and I'm like, bro, what is, what is happening? Right. Like, what is going <laughs> yeah. And the guy, and I go, did we just do this? 
I go, bro, you know I'm applying we, to be a police right. officer. And like this was literally like a month before I had my first interview. Wait, no. Were you, wait, 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 wait. Were you buying or were you no, selling? I was sitting in the backseat of a Civic. I, I know. A two-door Civic, so I was trapped. I got you. But was he buying or was he selling? Were he you was like buying? Oh, okay. He was, was buying. Like, Justin, yeah. lift up your seat and grab this brick for me. Yeah, what is bro, this? I don't bro, even know what is, I'm doing right now. What's going on? <laughs> no, no. We, but you know what? So it's funny that you said that, Justin, because that's a, a good example of someone that would go through the process and something minor like that they would lie about. And then when they go to take the polygraph exam, yeah. you know, they're going to think about that incident and they're going to fail. Yeah. You know, or they're going to show deception indicated. Right, you're know? all nervous, and then that right that out. makes complete sense, you know. So because I've had I had little things that you're like, well, did you have you ever broken the law? And I'm like, I never broken the law. But wait a minute, there was that time I did a legal U-turn, and then and you start thinking about other mm-hmm. shit, and then all of a sudden it's like, the machine starts frying, and you're a liar. So it spits out a little piece of paper that says you're a liar. Right, this little guy comes out from underneath, liar. No, no. So basically, (laughs) like, the polygraph is only as good as the examiner. Okay. And this is all I do. Mm. The the department that I work at says, hey, we invested a lot of money on you. We we send you to training. Mm -hmm. This is all you do. You're like a racehorse. Yes. Thoroughbred. Yes. If they pull, if you pull your quad, they're gonna put you down, man. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Put you down. I'll be I'll be in the back barbecuing at the front gate. But anyway, <laughs> um, so to to you know I I talked I mentor like I said I coach football yeah. and and I mentor young people and and I just tell them just tell the truth. Yeah. yeah. The 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 test that we use in our department is made to help the truthful person pass. Yeah. And you know. Like I said, with this younger generation, just tell the truth. Hey, you may not get it the first time, but you'll get it the second time. I know for myself, it took me three times before I got hired. I used to drive fast, and my traffic yeah. was horrible. Same here. Yeah. And they kept saying, hey, you know, you're a great candidate, but I stopped speeding on the turnpike. What, was your, what kind of car did you drive? That's not important. <laughs> it was a Toyota Corolla, okay? <laughs> you had a rice burner. <laughs> <laughs> and it was thick, you know. Yeah. So, so you had the Fast and Furious neon lights underneath. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, but you know, so just my best advice yeah. for people when they're going to take a polygraph is just tell the truth. And if if something happens and you don't get hired because you did lie and you you know you admitted it or they found out about it or whatever, when you reapply to another department or even that same department, yeah. you can be truthful. Do they go back and look? Yes, we all speak to each other. Okay. That's another thing. In the polygraph world, Everyone uh, knows. we're all geeks. Yeah. We're all polygraph geeks. We're all on a huge network. We speak daily. Group I speak chat. to to uh, polygraph examiners in California, so, Boston, so New York, all over. If I applied somewhere, I failed the polygraph. I applied to uh, Agency X right? whatever. At Agency X, they ask me, have you ever applied to another police agency? So if I say, yeah, I applied to Joe's agency, then X will call Joe and check up? Yes. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll do that regardless. Okay. When, when, what do you mean? Uh, but if I never told you? How we much check you know? all departments. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because okay, okay. people, will, people will say, oh, I never uh, did. I've never applied. Yeah. And, and people get disqualified. I mean, I know we're getting off the topic of polygraph, yeah. but as far as getting hired, just tell the truth yeah. because our resources – are huge we yeah. have we our arms go everywhere we go to the west coast we go to the north we go south we yeah. go out of state and it's simple as sending an email 
So and we all so and we all talk to each other. And and there might be different thresholds for different police departments. For correct. Instance, if correct. if I'm a smaller agency, I'm higher. If I have two open slots. Well, it's I'm looking for a lot out of this person, Correct. you know, and I'm not going to let a little bit slide. You need to be A++. And I'm not saying we have lower, but our threshold might be a little or a larger agency that has to hire 800 people. Correct. There's you diff- might be able to co- get no, by with a little abso- bit. Say, absolutely. We, we can overlook that little part, that little aspect. Right. Our department um, <clears throat> recently is six years ago. We were hiring maybe 125, 150 people a year. Wow. Now that number has dwindled a lot. So now we can be a lot more selective of who we pick. Yeah. And not just drugs. It could be traffic. It could be credit. It could be work history. Yeah. And basically when, I, you know, when we do a polygraph, I'm, you, know, you come in, 90% of the test is me talking to the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're only on the actual hooked up to the sensors for... I can tell you right now, you do a practice test, which is about five minutes, and then you have uh, test A and test B, and each test is seven minutes long. So you're only, what, that's 14, 19, 21 minutes that you're yeah. actually hooked up to the – and there's no needles in polygraph, by the way, uh, just well, to let you know. It's now the – it's, it's, yeah, it's all on the computer. So – and and I just want to rewind because we hired a lot of people, but it's – it's no walk in the park, any hiring, hiring agency. The polygraph is just one element of what you need to do. Background. Correct. Uh, you have to take a physical, psychological, psychological physical, uh, physical agility. So it ain't, it ain't like we were looking Panel the other way and say, yeah, everyone just come on in right. trying to fill. No, no. It's, 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 really very, it's very like, you know, people get disqualified and they don't understand it. And, and, but I, I tell people, look, if you're honest and you're truthful, you will get hired eventually. Yeah. You know? And some, you know, listen, you know, sometimes a background investigator may have, you know, 10, 15 people that he's working on. And if let's say there's something minor in your file, they move to the next person. Yeah. And then they'll come back or what have you. So I I remember sitting down at my polygraph and I was already nervous. And uh, polygraph does not record nervousness. Yeah. But that is a myth. The the polygraph examiner is like, sit down. It was a it was a female before you got before you became the examiner sit down i was like okay uh, f- uh no turn your chair towards the wall i was like okay so i'm looking at the <laughs> wall and i'm sitting there They're like why aren't you looking at me like, ma'am you told me right. to, <laughs> you told me to you look know, at the wall like i said yeah. uh the polygraph is only as good as the examiner yeah every examiner has their own style yeah um quick story i started From, doing- when we get back from the break yeah, oh, yeah, when okay. we get back from the break. We're going to get back from the break? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to cut you off. We'll That's take fine. a break. But we need to take a break. Be right back. Do it. Donut shop needs and money. We, we need to get the polygraph machine out so we can put them on. Just don't ask about my search history. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, podcast land? It's Justin here. Thank you so much. You guys have shown up big time over at blackoutcoffee.com. You've used your codes. You're helping out the show. Blackout Coffee has offered us a new code. It's DSP20. It'll now get you 20% when you re-up that bag of coffee that you just finished the other day. So hit it up, DSP20. You can find that link over on our page, DonutShopPodcast.com, or you can just go straight to BlackoutCoffee.com and use DSP20 to get 20% off. Thanks a lot. Back to the show. And sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You were about to tell a story. We'll get to that story. After 
this portion of the podcast. Okay. The interview and interrogation. Gation, 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 gation. <laughs> this is where I put on my trooper hat. Shout out to Lieutenant Camacho of FHP. Uh, he gave me this trooper hat. Actually, it's his first trooper hat. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, so he was on the show. You should watch it. Okay. So anyways, he gave me his hat. It's a little more intimidating. I ask you questions. I pull the audience. 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 Audience responds. We ask you questions. I usually go to Justin first because I'm not prepared. Okay. So he usually buys me time. But I, I'm prepared this time. All right, let's do prepared it. for you. I'm ready. All right. And they all revolve around polygraph, believe it or not. Actually, there's one that's not polygraph, and I'll ask you that one last. Here we go. This comes from Tyler Phobian. How about that? Wow. Shout out to Tyler Phobian on Instagram. Why don't people use polygraphs to figure out if someone's guilty of a crime? They do. You have <laughs> criminal polygraphs and you have pre-employment polygraphs. Ah. So that's a thing. Polygraphs are admissible in court. Yes. People, that's a myth. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, see, I didn't know They that. are. If both sides agree to it, yeah. it can be used in court. Mm-hmm. And it, it's used a lot, believe okay. it or not. Sweet. That was short. That was easy. Simple to Let's the point. Let's go. Bring it. Let's Next do it. Next question. All right. B. Brian Castillo says, I feel like I will be nervous in general when taking this test. How will I know? How will it know the difference? Well, it. The examiner will know the difference. Oh. And part of coming in, and like I mentioned before, that the actual exam is only you know, 27, 28 minutes long. The interview process, if I see somebody that's really nervous, I talk to them. Hey, where'd you go to high school? Hey, are you married? Do you have any kids? And I mm-hmm. try and bring them down. You schmooze them. I schmooze them. Schmooze and I talk to them. Yeah. And that kind of settles them down, and they realize that, hey, this guy is just a normal person, and I won't give a test until I see that they've come down. Okay. And, and we're going we're gonna to talk about the science behind it and okay. what the polygraph is actually looking for. Okay. Um, but thank you for answering that question. You got it. Here's another one. All righty. This one comes from Batman Gibby. Oh, I was just reading that one. 1124. Like one. Batman Gibby 1124 says, is it true if taken correctly, Valerian Root can assist in lying during a polygraph exam? Dun, dun, dun. Valerian like, Root? That's right, homie. <laughs> we said Valerian Root. Okay. It comes out of Valeria. Valeria? Is that like a narcotic or a drug or I something? I thought that was an STD. But right, <laughs> Valerian root. Valerian root. Yeah. How about any any substance, anything, can help you defeat the polygraph. You I think Valerian root was in Harry Potter. Oh, really? no, it's a it's a stress reliever. Uh, Valerian okay, so root it's a drug. is a perennial flower plant native to Europe and Asia. In the summer, it can mature. Blah, blah, blah. That's right. why we have them on the computer, man. Right. Yeah. So <clears throat> when you have. S- I've had people that have taken uh, Xanax yeah. or oh some type God. of yeah. narcotic or whatever. What's your name? My name is yeah. Brian. I mean, like I said, yeah. <laughs> uh, dart your neck. You know, one other thing that's special about myself and what I do is I meet you from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So I'll meet you at the physical agility test. I yeah. meet every candidate that walks through there. Yeah. I'll see you at orientation. Boom. Um, I'll talk to I do an open session where I answer questions about the whole process. Yeah. And from that point, I'm analyzing, I'm looking at people and I'm getting their general characteristics. If you come in and you're hazy or you just don't sound right, yeah. I won't test you. Is the polygraph? 
Yeah, exactly. Me? Yeah. Uh, well, you got to come back. What do you mean? Right. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty much my call. All right. So, so you're so not beating sh- the machine. You would be beating me. Okay. Mm. So even though it can affect the way that you feel, you still have to sit there and answer questions and talk to people. And if you come in, in your head, you're like, I got this. Right. I'm speaking so clearly. But that sentence was, ah. Right. Exactly. Remember, the, I'll, I'll interview, you know, we'll talk yeah. for an hour, hour and a half. And you're looking for that. Absolutely. All right. All right. Sounds good. You got it? Yeah, I got one. With, uh, with a repeat offender over here, M. Ballerini 55. Yeah, he's an uh, Italian and, uh, basketball player. Yeah, what I was actually trying to figure out, I know I read it twice from two different people, so I wanted to give somebody else a shout-out. I'll do it maybe when you finish it. But uh, have you ever had a case where someone was telling the truth, but the results were a lie? Yes, it does happen. Polygraph is not 100%, okay? And I mentioned, <clears throat> I mentioned earlier that if you do things a certain way, Polygraph is 98% accurate. The police departments are willing to say, hey, we want the truthful person. And if it means that we have to sacrifice 2% to get that truthful person, that's acceptable. Mm -hmm. The FBI, for example, they'll sacrifice a higher number because they don't want a liar. They don't want that terrorist in their organization. So they'll lose people that could have possibly been telling the truth, but they want that they want to get the truthful person. Okay. So if so does they, that make sense? Yeah, so they fail, but there's a there's a percentage they might be telling the truth. However, in this case it's like no, we're not even worrying about that 2%. Exactly. You now, go. with with myself because I'm I'm fortunate that all I do is polygraphs, I go back and I review all of my exams. Have people beaten me? Yes. We had a case not that long ago where I passed somebody and they went to take the uh, drug test for their, you know, they got hired. They went to take their drug test with the, with the, you know, for their physical, and they they pop positive. Yeah. So they brought it up to me. My major brings it up to me and says, "Hey, you pass this person. You're but, slipping. You know. Yeah. What happened? And I said, "I'll be right back." And I took, went back. Everything's recorded, and I missed the signals. I made a mistake. Yeah. Once again, polygraph is science. Polygraph doesn't make the mistake. Yeah. I make the mistake. Okay. So it's, you know, it's a give and take. Oh, so that when you reviewed it, you were like, oh. Oh, darn. There it is. Shit. But it's a learning situation. I learned from it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Dom199697. So 1996-97 uh, also said, how often are there false positives? So kind of similar along that. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like I said, it's a tool. Yeah. Polygraph is a tool. And I try and do the best job that I can because it's, you know, I don't want to fail someone that's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Jay, and can I take the last two? Sure. Just to knock it out okay, real quick because I, I want to I, I get to the science and all that stuff behind it. Uh, quick story. The worst or funniest liar? <laughs> <laughs> the worst? <laughs> One that you're just like, wow. Like you, like you didn't want to, like you wanted to turn the machine off. I'm like, all right, man. Or, you mean like, like just you, stop. Yeah, stop yeah. talking. Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop talking. Stop, enough. Yeah. Stop, enough. Stop it. Shh. What's oh. your name, Chris? I mean, Danny. I mean, like. Well, failed the. Uh, without mentioning any names. Yeah, don't say any names. I've had. You can even say it's a hypothetical situation. You might have, okay. may or may not have had. Hypothetically. You may or may not have had. I've had a wife mm-hmm. tell me about an affair. 
All right, we'll just end it at that. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I don't want to get into yeah. those weeds. <laughs> so that was well, one. You don't know if she got hired or not. You know, I, I didn't say that. I didn't say she got hired or whatever, and yeah. I didn't say. But you know, um, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. That's it. Next question. Next question. Next question. Move All right. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. A lot of nervous. A lot of, a lot of nervous <laughs> yeah, cops go, right now. Going. Let them answer the question. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, Last question by oh that was by uh, Frank is Frank I I I Z Frank is all right last question by I H zero seven two seven how much does he love the U M football team Wow I was gonna throw that one in. <laughs> oh <laughs> what so, kind of shirt what, what kind of shirt you wearing there I'm God wearing country my and God country Notre Dame Notre oh, Dame I am a Notre Dame fan stuck living in Miami Florida Yikes Um wow That's I don't just, somebody asked that yeah. I don't know I don't just, Yeah you're just asking the question I'm just asking the question Oh right? okay well I I uh I don't like UM No and I love Notre Dame, and yeah. I'm a true Notre Dame fan. My uh, stepfather was from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and okay. got me hooked up, and I started watching Notre Dame football in, like, 86. Nice. And I've been a fan since, and uh, I coach football. I have friends that I've I – have, I have kids that I've coached that actually played for UM. Mm-hmm. So in that case, I have to make an exception. Yeah. I know a couple of the coaches there. You but just don't I'm, like the ideology. Have you, have you cried during or after the movie Rudy? You always cry yeah, during Rudy. the movie. Okay. Rudy. I, just, okay. I, just, I just wanted to make sure. Listen, I just wanted to make sure uh, you if are you, human. If you guys are upset with his answer, please do not dislike this video. Just go into the <laughs> comment section. I met Rudy, by the way. Did you? Yeah, Rudy, I met Rudy. Yeah. The Rudy Rudy? Or Rudy, you met, the, the real, the Baggins, no, the, the real uh, Rudy Rudy. Uh, yeah, I met him at Sam a... Sam Weiss. Gim, Sam, Sam Weiss Gimsey. Yeah, so like I'm a Notre Dame nerd. Yeah. Uh, a few years back, my wife sent me to Notre Dame football fantasy camp. I Yes. <laughs> Did you go I to paid money. And, and he was, no, he was there. I met Lou Holtz. Okay, okay. Uh, I met Eric Parsegian. It was great. It was awesome experience. It cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But my wife did that for me. She's you a trooper. Have a tat. I have any Irish. Fighting yes, Irish I do. Guys? Okay, well, okay, then you're hardcore. Yes, I do. You're hardcore. Yes, I do. Do you really wish Brady Quinn had made it in the NFL? Yes. <laughs> and I just recently met uh, Brady Quinn last year at an Orange Bowl event. Oh, hey, really yeah, nice he's guy. He's around. doing the TV announcing stuff. Well, Good looking fella. Yeah, he's a pretty guy. Congratulations <laughs> on that awkward last comment. <laughs> you have survived the interview. Okay, now, now I'm nervous for some reason. No, no, no. You survived, man. Congratulations. That's it. Awesome. Yeah, we're going to take a break. We'll be right. right back, and let's get into it. You got it. What's up, everybody? Just wanted to tell you about our friends over at DMB Tile. There's six locations across South Florida that can take care of everything that you need, from accessories, installation materials, marble, and, of course, the best tile. Start by looking at their website, dbtile.com. And first responders, when you go in there, mention Donut Shop Podcast for 15% off your purchase. Now back to the show. We're back? Yeah, we're back. And we're back. Last segment. Okay. Man, it's flying. Time is flying. If you're listening in the car, at home, if you're watching on YouTube, I believe time is flying. They're probably like, man, this episode is taking forever. Yeah, they're like, get rid of this guy already. <laughs> All right, so polygraph. Let's get into it. Okay. Uh, there's there's different types that that agencies use. There's one I I know of called the voice uh, stress, stress test. Voice stress analyzer. Yeah. So and then uh, then there's the one that we do, which is called the just a uh, regular polygraph. And is there anything else? Uh, no. no. That's it. Okay. That's what most agencies use. 
So, so can you just touch on the voice stress test? Well, what the, it is? the voice stress te- okay, in the polygraph world, polygraph people don't like the VSR. Yeah. Okay, that's what we call it. And in my opinion, yeah. um, it's a tool. Yeah. And if you have the person that's administering the test, if he's sharp and on point. Or she. Or he, she, yeah. he, she, whatever. Yeah. It's a great tool. Yeah. Polygraph is a tool. That's yeah. all it is. That's all it is. So if you have, an, if you have a, uh, an examiner that he's lazy or whatever and just doesn't care, you're not going to get a good test. But if you have somebody that cares and really takes the time to, to work with you and make sure you understand all the questions, then, you know, it's as good as the examiner. All right, so voice stress test, you go in there, more or less starts out the same, just the way that they're, they're seeing your reaction is different? Yes. So you're going to get the same control questions, questions? Pretty, pretty, pretty much, okay, yes. Okay, so, so we know that's the same. The instruments are different. Right. Can we just say what that instrument is, and then we'll go into... As far point. as the voice, voice stress? stress? Yeah, what do they do? Well, the, vo- the voice stress is basically you're hooked up to a computer, mm-hmm. and you're asked a set of questions, mm-hmm. and then they just, um, the, way you, you're, the way you react to the questions, it, it gets registered, and then they compare the two. Yeah, so, when, and I, it, when and it goes, I did it, by your did voice? it in college, it was, a, it was just a microphone. A microphone, Because yeah. right. they're, just, they're just analyzing your voice. Well, your right. Modulation? I guess cracks in your voice yeah. and different. I'm not going to lie to you because I do polygraphs. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not VSR okay. certified. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. But I just wanted to know because that's a general, a general. I mean, and you can do your research on that just like you could do your research on polygraph. Yeah. Um, it's a, a VS, I'm not going to sit here and bash VSR. I'm just going to say it's a tool yeah. and it's only as good as the person giving the exam. Yeah. I've done my research. I know if you suck on a penny before you take... I know all that stuff. Okay. If you suck on a penny before you take a polygraph exam... You're going to You're going to choke sh- on the penny. <laughs> on the penny. <laughs> and then I'm going to call rescue, and then I'm going to be like, he was sucking on a penny. I swear to God, I yeah. didn't beat him. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. So, we know that's a voice stress test. Some agencies use that... Correct. ...in order to hire. Do they, you know of any that use both? or just uh, Some do both. Some really? will do the VSR first and then the polygraph. Wow. Um... Be most careful. yeah most uh most of the agencies use polygraph there yeah. are off the top of my head i can think of like three or four is there anybody that you that doesn't use any kind of polygraph you oh that's a good question wow, that sure. is a good question all right so that we'll leave it at that but that's interesting to know if there's they anybody just use russian roulette they're yeah. just like <laughs> if, you, if you don't yeah. shoot yourself remember you get the po- job. well no polygraph is a tool yes and it is not mandatory by fdle okay to get hired as a police officer sounds good so that's the voice stress test Correct. let's talk about the polygraph test okay walk me through i'm a candidate what am i supposed to do what am i going to do what do i expect okay so you're going to come in yeah and you're going to fill out more paperwork okay um paperwork I- is what you're going to fill out a packet, yeah. and it's basically going to ask you questions that you've already been asked before, yep. and we're looking for consistency. Okay. Okay. Um, Is it a large packet? It's 10 pages. Yeah. How it's many like questions? 10 pages. So I, I want to say it's in the 40s, something yeah. like that, 40, 45 questions. It's really to prepare you for police work. It's all paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. Well, the reason why I say it is because I, I did get uh, I did apply at another agency, and I remember the pre I got DQ'd. Can you get DQ'd on what you answered pre polygraph, even if you pass it? Can you get DQ'd? D- disqualified. <clears throat> you can get disqualified. For, and the reason why I say it is because they said, "Have you ever sped over a hundred in the pre?" I remember the pre questions, and I was like, right. 
Yeah. Well, if remember, my when for our for my department, yeah. When you come to take a polygraph, you've already done your personal history questionnaire, yeah. which is a huge packet. Yeah. More than 50, 60 pages. Yes. Then you've already taken your psychological where you fill out another packet. And so by the time you come to me, you've already filled out paperwork on three different uh, portions of the background process. So if you answered yes on those, you better answer yes on this one. Correct. Okay. And okay. if it was and also if it was something that was going to disqualify you, you wouldn't be. Make it to your level. You wouldn't make it to my level. I got you. I got you. Because there's tears. Correct. Weeding out. Filtration systems. Now, if you lied on all three of those previous ones and then I find out that you're lying. That's your filtration system. Exactly. All right. So I get there, fill it out. Now what? Uh, I'm going to speak to you. Okay. I'll usually, and like I said, I'm only speaking for my department. Yeah. I pick you up in the elevator. I'll, you know, we'll chit chat. Uh, usually I'll have a cup of coffee and I'm drinking my coffee yeah. and we're just talking nice. and I'm going to ask you questions about your past and, you know, to try and get to know you, so to speak. Yeah. Um, where'd you go to high school? Yeah. Do you have any children? Are you married? You know, um, why do you want to be a police officer? Are you being Joe or are you being I'm polygraph? Being, oh, that's a man. That's a Examiner. good question, dude. Yeah. You know, um, I'm being myself. Yeah, because you're a very likable guy. You could talk. Right. But and well. Here, you know, listen, it's not an act. Yeah. You know, and if I'm if I'm lying to you, yeah, I'm going to come across like I don't care. Yes. So I try and find a connection. Yeah. That we both have. Uh, where'd you go to high school, Nick? I went to high school, Cooper City High School. I'm a cowboy. I played baseball. OK. Play wow, sports. Really? You played sports. I wow. Played sports, hey, Nick, I coach high school football. That's kind of cool. Cooper City, Cooper City Cowboys. I just want to admit something. I was completely lying about everything I just said. I never played baseball. Right. That's horrible. And, and you we, walk me out of the elevator, you hit ding, and go down to the lobby and walk me back out. Right. Is that what happens? Well, no. But here's the thing. I've already done my research on you, and I, you so know. I would already catch that. I've yeah. already looked at your high school diploma. Yeah. I've already looked to see Ooh. who you know, your references. Ooh. So I'm already prepared. Every test right. I'm prepared. You're not just like walking yeah. in, just like next, next. No, okay. no. For the record, I did play baseball all the way into college, but I just uh, wanted for the joke purposes. Right. I think you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, that so was you, a long time so ago. So as you're talking, you're reading this person, right? As I'm, as well, remember, I've already done research on them. Yeah. So as they come in, I mean, listen, most people mm-hmm. are going to tell the truth. Yeah. You know, my my pass and fail, my pass rate is is a lot higher than my fail rate, and I tell you, hey. I'm here to help you pass. Yeah. And I'm going to help you pass this test, but you got to tell the truth. I can't make you tell the truth. And and I go through my spiel, yeah. my script so to speak, but I'm I'm talking as Joe McCrank. Well, like um, episodes of first 48. Like, man, just say the truth, well, man. You know, and we're going to help you. You put and then the you go to wait for life. Right. Right. <laughs> you put the picture um I noticed you put the picture of me and I'm wearing a bow tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when I do a polygraph, I take my tie off and I tell the person that comes in, hey, mm-hmm. you know, if it looks uncomfortable because you'll see people and they're like this and they can barely breathe, yeah. I'll take your tie off. Yeah. You know, relax. Take your jacket off. Okay. And what's, the, what's the purpose of that? To calm down, to, to not let them be nervous. Okay. And that helps you with the exam? Well, it helps them. Okay. It helps them. And it helps them to be, you know, listen, when they see that, hey, man, this guy, you know, he's a nice guy. He coaches football. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not Joe McCrink, the cop. It's just Joe McCrink. So during, the, during when they're – so then – okay, so you talk to them I'm for building a, a rapport. Yeah. How does that sound? Does so, that – No, that's perfect. Okay. 
because I'm trying to I'm trying to get to the next step. So now the rapport is good, but it's game time. So have okay. a seat, right? So we've gone through the whole filling out the questionnaire. We, they filled out the questionnaire. Talking. I'm building my rapport, mm-hmm. and now I have a list of questions that I'm going to ask you. Okay. Are they random or are they that you predetermined? Nope, nope. They're the they're the same questions that we ask everybody. Everybody okay. takes the same test. All right. Okay. But if I've seen a red flag in your file, mm-hmm. I'll focus more on certain questions. I don't want to get into all the no, questions. No, no. I just, but for example, we'll talk about your work history. Yeah. We'll talk about domestic violence. We'll talk about uh, your drug usage, mm-hmm. uh, your credit, and so forth. And if there's something in there that I feel that I need to focus on, I'll focus more in on individual questions. Okay. This is before you're even hooked up. Yeah. This is when you're just sitting in a chair and we're talking. Okay. It's Joe talking to Nick. All right. So so then now you you said hooked up. What Okay. What so, what's that? What's that? Um so after we've done that and I've gone through my questionnaires with you, I'm gonna give you a practice test. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna put the polygraph instruments on your body, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. So we, um, you're going to have a blood pressure cuff put on. Okay. Measures your heart rate. That's the thing that they go. Blood pressure. Just like at the hospital okay. when you go to check your blood okay. pressure. I got you. Hence, it's called a blood pressure cuff. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to break it down. I got you. Okay. Sorry. I made the noise. And there you <laughs> <laughs> um, You're going to get sensors on your fingers. Okay. Um, What's that for? You know, you have a, a one sensor uh, measures your blood pulse volume. Okay. Okay, just like when you go to a hospital, they put that uh, little scoopy thing on your finger. I got you. Scoopy. A pulse oximeter, right? Yeah, that's it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Very good. A we got a smart capacitor. guy. capacitor. Yeah. I got one in my watch. There you go. <laughs> I have one, too, because yeah, we have heart problems. Yeah. So, um, and we'll put um, uh, sensors that measure your sweat glands. Uh, sensors. We, we put the sensors on the fingers. Right. Um, so, we have your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're following your heart rate. Uh, we're following your sweat glands. Uh, we're following your blood pulse uh, that go to your fingers. And we have motion sensors. That's for the guys that want to put the tack in your shoe. Ah. Yeah, don't do it. Because then you're going to get blood all over my floor. <laughs> and i got to clean it up. So, um, And that's, that's it. That's okay. it. And then we start the exam. You'll get a practice test first, yeah, which is just, uh, we call it the numbers exam. And I ask, you, I ask you to lie on a certain question. Really? Yeah. What, and what is that like? Like, what's your name? And you say, I say, Chris. Uh, it's a Nick. it's a numbers test. So I'm gonna make you. Your, there's gonna be a board, and uh-huh. it's gonna have one, two, three. Uh-huh. Three is blank, and then four, five. I'm gonna say, fill in the missing number. Okay. Right. So um, uh, you'll write the number three, mm-hmm. and then I'll test you. Okay. Uh, regarding the number you wrote, was it the number one? Was it the number two? Yeah. Was it the number three? Okay. Three is the one that you lied on. Okay. And it's just basically done to get you comfortable, used to hearing my tone of voice. All right. And this is all explained to you. The polygraph examiner is going to explain everything to you yeah. every mm-hmm. step of the way. No, no secret sauce. There's here. no secret. No, it's, yeah. it's, no it's, lies. It's, there's no lies. And the test is designed. Remember, we're here. I'm here to help the truthful person pass. Right. I'll catch the liar. And then we'll deal with that later. Yeah. But we want the truthful person to pass. Okay. So there's a machine. It's not a machine. It's a laptop now. Mm, correct. Everything. There's no paper. It's like this. It's just, yeah, it's just a normal laptop. There's no paper. Up. There's no ink. Okay. Um, so that old, the older meet, guys. Meet the fuckers. Right. Uh, that's, that's outdated. Out. Got and it. it's funny because it's a joke in the polygraph world. Like yeah. the older guys, they'd, they'd have ink on their fingers or on their shirt. Yeah. But that's all. That's Where it's like spraying yeah. all over the place. I, I actually have one of those. 
uh, in the office, and yeah. you know, I break it out and look at it and go, "Wow!" I think we used. I think for one video we did for a hiring video, we came in and asked yes. to borrow it. Yes, and we used it, and it didn't work. But we had to move the needles ourselves. Right? No. It, yeah. It actually. It, it actually works. Oh well, the one that we used. Maybe yeah. we threw that one out. I think but. some. I think one of our chiefs has it. The one that works. So does the machine make noise? Like beep beep nope, beep, nope, beep, beep, nope. beep. It's no. totally quiet. Okay. It's totally quiet. And because that well, would freak people out if that machine well, started beeping as we, they're saying. So when we after we do the practice test, right? The polygraph examiner is going to give the applicant every question that's on the exam. Okay. So it's not like I'm going to surprise you with a question in the middle of the exam. Yeah. You're going to know every question and every answer, and I go over it with you. Yeah. And. You know, before I move to the next step, I'll, I'll be like, Nick, do you understand all the questions? Yes. Do people be like, all right, time out. <laughs> so I'm just so sorry right now. I'm just like really, really nervous. And they stop like mid-test. Have you ever had that? I won't test you if you're that nervous. Okay. If you can't get your composure together yeah. and, you, and you can't sit still and you can't, you know, just stay calm, I won't test you and I'll keep talking to you. I've done tests that are five hours long for Whoa. pre-employment. You know, my, my, yeah. And, you know, and, and that's, and, and to be genuine, I tell people to go, look, I want you to pass. I'll do whatever it takes for you to pass. You have to tell the truth. I'll do my job. If it means we have to sit here and, 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 and talk about life and talk about whatever it is you need to talk about. Yeah. We'll do that. Okay. And eventually they'll calm down. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's interesting as far as that. And then once the, the test goes off. Uh, do you tell them the results right away? Do you know right away that? Like, oh, oh man, that's another good question, Nick. Man, you're surprising me. Uh, sorry, you're, you're not all just looks. I'm not all just breakdancing <laughs> so, moves, man. Yeah, I know how to. Right. I know how to ask some questions um, here and there. Okay, so we follow a guideline. We follow the American Poly- uh, APA, American Polygraph Association. It's not required. Mm-hmm. I do it. Yeah. And the reason why I do it is I mentioned to you I have kids that went through the whole process and yeah. and I remember them going through the process and it's stressful. So listen, if I can tell you, hey, you passed or failed and and that, you know, alleviates a little stress out of your life, I will tell you. I um for myself and like I said, this is what I do uh for my department. I give them my business card yeah. and I just say text me at five o'clock. And if you pass, I'll put pass. If you failed, I put fa- you know I'll put fail. It's not a discussion. So it's why not a wait? debate. Why do you have to look at some things? Like you can't tell as it's going on. I can have a general feel of if the test is a pass or fail. But see, polygraph is based on science, and I mentioned that to you before. Right. So I have to follow a guideline, mm-hmm. and it takes me a little bit of time. Yeah. Sometimes I can do it quicker than others, or if it's a long test. Because I'm taking extra time and I do have somebody waiting. You know, I don't want people waiting out there. Oh, of course. Yeah, so, so you have somebody else correct. behind you. You're not yeah. going to go start. Normally, right. I'll do uh, three polygraphs a day and that's it. Okay. And your pass rate, fa- uh, pass fail rate? I want to say 95% of my people pass. Nice. I have about a one per- uh, less than 1% um, where it's called an inconclusive test. Yeah. And that's where I just can't get a good reading on them. You bring them back, or how does that work? Are they, they, we bring them back, and they take another test. Okay. Where does it fall in, like, the, the range of the hiring process? Like, usually, it's a couple steps before you get to the polygraph. You know, uh, different departments do it differently. Mm-hmm. Ours is the last step. After 
the polygraph, then the background investigators are going to really dig into your work history and your past and so forth. I mean, so part of that, the pass rate is also based on the fact that the, a lot of the candidates may have been weeded out through the other parts of the process. Correct. Prior to getting psych and all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's a whole different ballgame. But, you know, like I said, you know, and I and I, I said it before, I firmly believe it's the test is only as good as the person giving the test. All right. So I think that as far as when it comes to polygraph, I think we hit all corners. Is there anything mm-hmm. that we missed that we're not thinking of? Uh, no, I think you pretty much covered it. So when you retire, yes, are you going to be the guy that does the Jerry Springer ones? Yeah. You wow. are the Maury, father. Maury Maury yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And that was a lie. What do you think? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Why not? No. That'd be a good business. Can you open up your own private company now that you're certified to do I, things? Like, I think my husband's cheating on me. I think right. my wife's cheating on me. Oh, those man. tests are, those are believe best. it or not, those are, it's a lot of money in those tests. Yeah. The problem with those tests are the husband or the wife. They don't want to take it. They'll offer a bribe to the polygraph examiner <laughs> that hey listen you know i'm cheating on my wife yeah. i need to pass here's Whoa. an extra five grand uh, you know so you know serious? you know so myself Sounds i don't like want to cash cow to me i don't want <laughs> yeah i don't want to put myself in that situation okay well touche my good friend yeah, but well you know what a lot of uh fishing tournaments uh-huh. You know how oh, you, yeah. they use polygraph oh you know because like, you're out there on your own you're out there on your own they'll use it um and, and uh, pre-employment, sex offenders have to take polygraphs. It's oh. part of their probation. It's so it's you part of their work re- a private company, but work for other industries. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been approached to go to other departments to do polygraphs, but I'm in the drop program with the city of Miami, which is phenomenal, which is great, and yeah. I love it. So I still have five more years in the drop. So I don't plan, and I made a and I made a promise to my. Remember, I mentioned there was a staff member that said, Mac, you got to take a polygraph. You got to yeah, go to polygraph. Yeah, yeah. I made a promise to him I would do it till I retired. Nice. Well, this, is, uh, this has been fascinating. Awesome. At the least, I'm sure the audience is going to be very uh, excited. Yeah. And they should be listening all the way to the end. If I hope so. If they're motivated, I, dedicated. You know, they need I, to be listening. I, um, we talked about the Live Like Bella. Yes. So I, I brought coins yeah. for Justin and I yourself. I sitting here. And then, you know, I brought an extra coin for you uh-huh. if you want to give it out to one of your followers or something like oh, that. Oh, for sure. For First giveaway on the donut shop? Yeah. Oh. Is it? Wow. So, you know, that's, that's for yours. That's okay. for you. And Justin has one. And yeah. then you can give one to one of your listeners. Nice. So we're going to do, uh, if you head over to our Instagram, we're going to do a giveaway for the challenge coin, the Live Like Bella challenge coin, one side, live like, we'll, we'll do the whole description up on the, the post. Yeah. But Live Like Bella on one side, and the other side, you got Joe riding solo. 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 A thousand so, miles. COVID year, thousand miles, rode all the way to Kentucky. In, <laughs> our, <laughs> in my mind. In your mind. In your mind, if you added up all the miles. Well, uh, well happy sunshine. I want to give you something, too. If you turn that mug around that you've been drinking out the whole time, it's not because it's COVID, it's because it's who we give to all of our guests. Face okay. the cameras. Yeah, look at that. That's awesome. Donut Shop podcast mug. Every guest gets one. Awesome. There's only two ways you can get a mug. Right. And I don't want to know the other way. Oh, if you go online and you buy it. You, okay. can, you, can, <laughs> you, can, you can name that pun. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, salute my brother. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I appreciate it. what do you it. think about a round two another day, another episode? Oh, absolutely. I'm sure we're going to get tagged with a whole bunch of questions. Oh, for sure. Yep. I would love to come back. Do, do a follow-up? We could do a follow-up. And, and next bring... year, 
next year when I do my live my like next chi- well my next charity event. Okay, it might be Live Like Bella. Okay. I would you know I might do something for fallen police officers or Ooh, something like that. I like it, and uh, maybe do a ride across Florida in one day or something like that. And but we'll we'll get together, and I would love to come on and yes, you know, give Tell you proper notice. It. Tell us awesome. all about it. So down. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. you. Salute, awesome. my brother. Awesome. All right, another episode in the books. Calling all units. Calling all units. Donut Shot has a fresh dozen. Go ahead and take a 1040.